word is life. The word is life. Podcast. Welcome to the word is life. The word is life. Podcast. Welcome to the word is life. The word is life. Podcast. Podcast. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the What Is Life podcast. Yes, it's your boy, your host, Sensei Spee's in the building. Yes, Mr. Cronkite himself, back at you with another episode, episode 27, and I'm excited about this episode. Why? Because it's another opportunity for us to raise our awareness and grow in consciousness about this life and what we want from it and what we are trying to do with it. We all are on our own paths. We all have our own individual timelines while we're here on this beautiful earth. So we got to make the most of it. And if you're listening to this podcast, that means you're trying to make the most of yours, just like I'm trying to make the most of mine. So thank you for tuning in right now. Thank you for listening wherever you're at in the world. Whatever you're doing right now in the world, thank you for making this podcast, the What Is Life podcast, a part of your daily, weekly, or monthly routine, or whenever you listen to it. Just thank you. Appreciate that. Before we get any further into episode 27, I got to let you know that Pal Pullen is in attendance. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. He is back. And he is sitting right under the mic. So he might actually get on the mic. He might actually spit some wisdom himself. So shout out, pal. Now, without further ado, let's get into it. Let's get into episode 27. Today or tonight, we will be discussing awareness. Now, what is awareness? Awareness is how you perceive information knowledge, facts, and certain situations. It's what you perceive from it. It's what you take from it. And ultimately, it helps you make better decisions for yourself and the ones around you. Because the more that you know about something, the better equipped you are to handle that fact or teach that fact, or teach that information or knowledge, and ultimately apply it to yourself, right? Because that's the only reason why we try to obtain so much knowledge and so much information. It enables you to really take in your surroundings and to better analyze the situations that you're in or the people that you deal with. Like everything in this world, awareness has polarity. There's a high sense of awareness and there is a low sense of awareness. And the only way to really develop awareness is to keep putting yourself in these situations or putting yourself in a position to obtain knowledge or putting yourself in a situation to experience new things or the same thing over and over and over again. If you notice, you really are 
what you are aware of. Because that's where all your focus is at. For instance, if you're insecure, right, about your face and you have a zit on your face. Because you're aware of that zit and because you're aware that you even have or that you even are self-conscious about your flaws, if you want to call it, call it that, then that's going to consume you for however long you choose to be aware of that fact. Because once that zit is gone, that is no longer part of your awareness. But you still know that you are self-conscious. But do you know why you might be self-conscious are you aware of the reasons why you might ever feel that way do you feel that way because somebody's picked on you before and you really internalize that or is it something that you just feel self-conscious about because of what you have consumed via television or just out in the real world, seeing life play out and seeing people get picked on for having pimples. I know I'm saying you, but I'm not really saying you. Like if you're listening to this right now, I'm not really talking about you. I'm just using this as an example because there are times in this life where we all feel self-conscious, but we don't know where it really stems from. Often in this life, we like to suppress the thoughts or the truths that makes us feel uncomfortable about ourselves. And I truly believe that the only reason why we do this, especially especially in the United States specifically, the honest to goodness truth why I think we do this is because of the way this society is set up. Our society is set up. It's set up on a class system. We got your lower class, your middle class, and your upper class. And each class is trying to compete within, within that designated class, within that designated zone. This life that we live is very material-based, very pleasure-driven, and very attention-seeking. Everyone wants to be heard, and everyone wants to show that they're actually living a pretty fucking dope life. Why? Because we all want to be accepted. Human beings want to be accepted in this world. And now with social media, we are able to Portray a world to portray a life, portray an image that is not 100% us. It is so easy for us now to deceive the people who are keeping tabs on us. It's so easy for us to project a false life, therefore giving our audience a false awareness about who we might actually be. That is why we never really know a person 
until they fuck us over. At least, at least if it's a new person that we meet. When it's family, I mean, you've dealt, you've dealt with family <laughs> for so long, you're already aware of all their flaws, this, that, and the third. But with strangers, with new people that you meet, you know, it's so easy for them to cover up their flaws. So while first impressions may be important, me specifically, I look past that. Yeah, I, I can't I can't judge a person off the first meeting because they could be having a bad day. Something might have might not have went their way. And I'm not aware of everything that's going on in their life. That's why we should not cast judgment on others. Because we have no fucking clue what's going on in each other's lives for real, for real. It's easy to paint a pretty picture. Or it's easy to paint a fucked up picture too. Whichever world that you want to portray, you can portray it with social media. And I talk about social media so much throughout these podcasts because this is the world that we live in. It is social. It's, it's, it's driven socially through these apps. And for the younger generation, it has created a world of clout chasers. Everybody doing the most for some attention. Totally unaware of what they are manifesting. Good or bad, as long as they are getting that spotlight put on them. And we're all guilty of this to some degree. Because y'all Y'all have heard the saying, no pics, no proof. <laughs> no pics or, pics or it didn't happen. Stuff like that. A little shit like that. You know what I mean? So when you're at a party and it's lit, you're going to want to snap, put that on Snapchat or put that on your Facebook story or put that on your IG story. When you at a game or something, you're going to want to put that on your IG. You're going to put that on your social media. You know what I mean? You're going to want to do that because, for one, you have an audience that you want to entertain. Two, you want people to acknowledge the fact that you're doing some shit. And three, I don't know what the third reason is, but it's probably the real intention as to why you put it up. Because I know I used my Instagram to put up posts like my, 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 <laughs> what am I trying to say? My Instagram profile. Like I don't follow nobody. You know what I mean? I don't follow nobody on there at all. But I post those pics on there. The intention behind those pics is, you know, it's, it's like they're all celebrating life. They're all celebrating some type of accomplishment. I'm celebrating my friends. I guess it's like, a legacy I'm leaving behind through pictures for my social media followers who follow me on that platform. But I be doing a lot of dope shit that I never really post. I've met a lot of cool fucking people that I haven't taken pics with. Why? Because I honestly feel like, or the way my awareness is set up, it's, it's just... I'm just a different type of cat, man. I'm a different type of guy. 
I don't I don't post like for instance, I met Nipsey Hussle before he passed away. No pick to show for it, but honestly I feel like the stories are better than are better than posting. You know what I mean? It's better than posting for the clout right then and there. I don't do it for cool points. I don't need that. Cool points don't get you nothing in this world. Even though some might say this is a popularity contest, but that's just that's just what you perceive. Or that's just what they perceive. If you really think life is like that, then hey, good luck to you. And good luck to you navigating life like that. It's tough. It's tough. Because once you start living that life, Everything you do, your intent is just to become popular. And you don't even know the man. You don't even know all the bullshit that you are creating to go along with that popularity, that fame. So when I look at awareness, I look at it in two parts. I look at it as conceptual self-awareness and embodied self-awareness. And I'm going to start with conceptual self-awareness i start i'm going to start with conceptual self-awareness because all is mind right and when we develop concepts we develop them in the mind first because we conceive the thought right we conceive the spirit and then to make it ours what do we do we build on it we start constructing and when it comes to ourselves we start to create a concept an identity of who we are Now, keeping that in mind, it's safe to say that conceptual self-awareness is how we think about ourselves. It's how we judge ourselves. It's the conclusions that we come up with and what we can put into words. This is important because our thoughts make up our reality. The thoughts that we think, it's, they're precious because we could possibly become those thoughts or we could make something of those thoughts. We can make those thoughts concrete. This is why affirmations are so important because the more we say these affirmations, right, the more we start to think about them throughout the day because we're training our subconscious mind. And a lot of our thoughts do come from the subconscious mind. This is because of everything we expose ourselves to. Everything that we consume, because everything is living, everything has energy, and thoughts are alive. So the more that we say these positive affirmations, the more likely the more likely we are to attract these type of spirits, these type of thoughts, thoughts of being great, thoughts of being successful. Thoughts of being abundant, thoughts of prosperity. It all comes with repetition. And then when you vibe with those thoughts, you start giving them a vessel to act out in, aka your body, you are now able to raise your awareness. Now, embodied self awareness is how we feel about ourselves. These are picked up by our sensory aspects, so what we can see, what we can feel, what we can taste, what we can smell, what really vibes with us. This is important because life is a really feeling process. 
we feel a lot of things out in this world. We always like to see how we feel before we do something, unless we're super excited about it. But even excitement is a feeling. You know what I mean? So that's why embodied self-awareness is so important. This is how we determine the people that we like to be around, the foods that we like to eat, what surroundings we like to be in, where we like to travel, what type of conversations that we the type of conversations that we attract, the type of conversations that we have with one another and with ourselves. Most importantly, with ourselves. Because we know how to make ourselves so elated and so happy and so full of joy. And we can also be our biggest enemy and really beat ourselves up emotionally because of how we feel inside. And usually how we feel inside is what our awareness is put towards at that moment is where our focus is at that moment because we are what we are aware of. And we can't be aware of everything at one time. However, however, this is the reason why we judge. And when it comes to the self, I feel like that's the only time we can really judge. Why? Because God lies within us. And when it's all said and done, God is the ultimate judge. Our heart will be weighed against a feather. And our heart, if you remember, is our emotions. So if our emotions are heavy, (laughs) after you pass away, then guess what? You coming right back to this motherfucker and doing this life shit all over again. And it's okay to judge yourself because... If you're strong enough and you judge yourself, right, when you're able to be a judge over your own life, then you're able to become more aware. You're able to raise your own awareness because you'll be able to see when you're acting out of line. Because we all know when we act out of our nature, we all know when we act out of character, when that's not a part of us. Then when we do act out of our nature, we become aware that that is not us, right? And so then we have a choice to either keep acting out of our nature and become aware of this new way of that we're acting and completely abandon our soul, completely abandon what is nurturing us and develop a whole new awareness of who we also can be. This is also how we figure out what we don't like and what we don't want out of life. See me? I love y'all, so I'm going to keep it a buck with all of you all. When I was growing up, when I was a kid, I got in trouble a lot because I push the envelope a lot. I like to see how far I could go. And me doing that allowed me to see how far I can go with people. But shout out to my parents because they made me aware that if I cross the line with them, they're going to whoop my ass. <laughs> and so that taught me to respect my elders. And that's something they always preach too. But the ass whooping just really reinforced it. <laughs> and also growing up, what I realized is adults hate when kids either say, I know, or I don't know. 
because when kids say, I don't know, it's usually when the parent is trying to become more aware of what's going on in their child's life. For instance, like when I was growing up, me and my brother, we used to fight. <laughs> and my mom would ask us why we fought. And either one of us would snitch and then one of us would start fighting each other or none of us would say nothing. And then my mom would just take out the belt and just whip both our asses and one of us talk. So, <laughs> but now after my, you know, in my 27 years of life and studying and gaining wisdom and learning all this shit, what they were really trying to do was make me more aware, make me aware of my actions, why I can't do this, why I can't do that, what the consequences will be if I do this, what the consequences will be if I do that, you know, good or bad. Consequences aren't necessarily always bad. They're good too. But I guess what I'm really trying to say is just because you obtain information through a book or through a show or through YouTube or through Google. That's that's cool. I mean, you're just aware. But like I said, you can you can have a high level of awareness or a, a low level of awareness. So how far do you want to take that knowledge? How far do you want to explore that knowledge that you're given? Right. Because knowledge with no experience back behind it is really nothing. Like, I don't want to hear you talk about some experiences another guy has had or another woman's had. I want, when I'm talking with you, I want to hear about the experiences that you had. I want to hear about the wisdom that you obtained. I want to hear about how you became aware in your lifetime about how certain people act or you know what I mean? Because yes, this life is a social construct. But social constructs are needed so we are all able to relate to one another. It's how we actually grow as one consciousness. That's how we're able to raise the awareness as a collective. This is why over the years, man continues to become more self-aware. Because there's a lot in this life that we don't know about. There are a lot of there are a lot of spiritual gifts that we have that we are unaware of because we are distracted by a plethora of things, a multitude of things in this life. And it's all been set up for us to be distracted. It's all been set up for us to be thrown off our spiritual paths, our spiritual journeys. It's all been set up for us to worship this government, worship these um idols, this, that, and the third. That's all we're consumed of. So what we think is reality is not really reality if we strip all that away. And that's how you really find out who you are as a person, as a being. It's only till we get fed up with a certain situation in our lives. It's only when we're fed up is when we seek a change. It's when we want a change. But instead of looking externally, we have to look within. Because when you look externally and try to keep up with the Joneses, that is how you create a false awareness about yourself and about life in general. And all false awareness is, is when we use social status to build a sense of security for ourselves. And that's where we're misled. 
we think having that fancy car or that mansion or the that that Rolly with the dab of ranch. When I say Rolly, I mean the Rolex watch. <laughs> the Rolly with a dab of ranch. You know what I mean? We think we need these material things to make us happy. We think we need these people making our heads big, complimenting us, saying how light, hard, how dope our life is to make us feel self-secure. But if you are constantly relying on other people to make you feel good or bad about yourself. Like, for instance, right now I'm trying to grow a beard. And it's, it's looking a little patchy. It's got a little handle. It's got some handle chops going on here. But recently, my Jean shot my Jean. Um, she was like, why are you growing that beard? Just don't look right on you. Don't look good. And I'm like, hey, you know what I mean? That's your opinion. You're entitled to that. But I don't, I don't let comments like that rock me. Like, if you know me, you know that I can be stubborn. Like I'm, I'm a stubborn person when it comes to my mindset, at least like my mind can't be, it can't be shifted or altered that easily, that easily, because I question everything, even the, all the thoughts that I have, even all the spirits that I come, that come to my mind. I'm like, do I really want you here? And if I want you here, how can I use you? How can I, how can I make you mine? How can I make you mine? That's going to best benefit me and the ones around me. Because if you really examine your thoughts, if you examine the type of thoughts that are coming to you and how frequently they're coming to you, that's how you're able to tell where you're vibing at. That's how you're able to tell where you're vibing at. And then you'll know if you have to change your vibe. And I love my family because for the most part, everybody in my family keeps it real, especially when it comes to me and they, they, when they speak with me, you know, I, I love that shit because they know that I can take, I can take that criticism. I can take it well. And I know they're only telling me all these things because they love me and they want the best for me. So even if some, even if, if it's some shit that I don't want to hear, they're still making me aware of what's going on or what could possibly happen or how I need to deal with certain people in my life. And if I didn't have that, then, um, you know, I couldn't be where I'm at today. I'm aware of the people around me and I'm aware of the love that I have. And I'm aware of the people who have love for me. So if you're listening to this right now and if you ever made me aware of something especially um, that's enlightened me or that's really helped me get to the next level and where I want to go in my spiritual journey. Thank you. And I love you. That's real shit. So I'm going to ask you this before we, wrap, before we wrap up this podcast. Do you know who you are? Do you know yourself? And how committed are you to being aware of yourself? being aware of who you really are, what triggers you, what makes you 
cry, what makes you happy, what makes you so competitive. There are a lot of secrets that are deeply rooted in us. And if you want to unearth who you are, you got to really sit with who you are. And you have to really, because nah, because let me tell you why. Because when you really sit with who you are, you'll see. You'll see. I can't even tell you. The vibe's not even going to let me tell you, but you'll see. You'll see who you really are. The truth will be revealed to you. And it's up to you to make the change, to make the shift. Because in this life, it's about how bad do you really want what you say you want? Because everything is already in arm's reach. Everything is already yours. You are a miracle. This life that we're living is a miracle. So make the most of it. Make the most of it. So that's all the time we have for episode 27. If you made it this far to the end, I want to thank you. I love you. This shit was dope. Probably one of my favorite episodes. Um, I'm smiling from ear to ear, grinning right now as two penguins popped up on the monitor. Um, <laughs> if you've been listening since day one, thank you. If you're just now listening, thank you. You know what I mean? I love you all. As always, this is your boy, your host, Sensei, C, uh, Sensei Speeds, Mr. Cronkite himself. If you haven't copped the book, I love so blind, man, you must not love love. Or you must be blinded to love for real. You must not really know what love is. And if you don't, that's an even better reason why to cop the book. Because you're going to learn what love is. You're going to learn how you're blinded by love. And you're going lo- to learn what you choose to be blinded to when it comes to love. Because when we love, <laughs> stay tuned for the next episode. <laughs> I love y'all, man. And as always, it's getting spooky. And come join the conversation. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, subscribe on YouTube, and be sure to visit the website www.spookyvisionsllc.com and book your next visual. (laughs) All right, for real. Stay tuned for episode 28. Peace, love, and happiness.